Hello, TGIT fans. Welcome to The Hum, a TGIT recap podcast where we talk about Grey's Anatomy, how to get away with murder, and just some general Shonda Rhimes fangirling. Each week we break down the episodes and we talk about maybe the cheesier moments of Grey's Anatomy that made us cringe a little bit, but also the moments that made us just sob because we're so emotionally connected to these characters. We talk about the suspenseful moments of how to get away with murder and try to predict the infamous mystery endings. Try to predict who's gonna die, who's gonna kill, who's gonna sleep with who. (laughs) To guide you on this TGIT journey, we're your hosts. I'm Courtney Bohr. I'm Claire Bohr. And I'm Meg Tambay. We're excited to break it all down with you, so let's start the show. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Grey's Anatomy. We love it. So Uh, Richard Weber in this episode. I know. Literally this episode. It was. was. It was was. so sad. I was not expecting it to be. I know. That's the ones that get you, you know. uh, It's true. They all get me. Who who are we kidding? (laughs) (laughs) I just like the like ones that you're like, oh, this is just gonna be fine. Like we've seen Richard Weber our whole lives <laughs> it's just gonna be another day and yes. then i'm like the whole episode he has me on the edge of tears seriously like, oh my god yeah. it it's felt crazy. like that one episode that we watched together courtney in our apartment where we were just like crying the whole time not as that dramatic but just like where oh, we were yeah. like the whole time just on edge emotionally you're like what's happening <laughs> okay throwback this was the episode i don't know if other people had the same emotional response to it but I don't this think was, they did. We were just in a state. Yeah, <laughs> we were just in a state, but it was it was an emotional episode. It was the episode that Meredith Grey, um, and a patient attacks her in the hospital, and she gets, like, beat up really badly, and we'll have to look up the day of the episode, what specific episode it was, but she gets beat up really badly, and she has to go through all these surgeries, and then you think she's not going to be able to hear, she's not going to be able to do surgery again, or she's not going to hear again, and the whole time it's like, it's just like a very emotional ride, and yeah. We just do you remember really, that episode, Nick? I, yeah, no, I was like, I totally remember that episode, and I guess I can relate those feelings to these feelings. Were you emotional? Yes, I mean, it's the Meredith Grey, but... Thinking back in <laughs> retrospect, <laughs> it's just like, obviously, <laughs> nothing could have happened to her because she's the main yeah, character. Yeah, I know. I think that's why I was like, surprised. I was so emotional. We like, still... we knew nothing could happen, but I was still like, she's going to lose her hearing. Right. Oh, my God, no. She's yeah. never going to be able to do surgery again. And totally. I'm like, obviously, she's going to be able to do surgery again. Like, why do I let this show do this to me? <laughs> right. But exactly. it's like, something could have happened. Like, something, you know, just put her, like, she could have not had hearing. there's no way there's no way (laughs) like i don't think she will ever die but something you know dramatic always has to happen nothing ever like permanent though (laughs) yeah yeah totally well to get back basically (laughs) to start whoever um i guess we see him waking up in the morning by himself not Catherine, which i did think was weird i don't know we never see her but i was just like oh that's weird we haven't seen her a lot this season it seems yeah. like they've been very distant which right. is also yeah. interesting because she keeps being like oh i'm worried for richard but then she's not around i guess she is like creating 
the whole foundation and like getting that started. So that's probably why. But right. So I guess we see her in LA. But then also back to the morning. Avery and Maggie. So we're doing that thing where everyone's in bed again, which is kind of fun. So they're back together, apparently, which, well, apparently, but obviously not at the end. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought it was weird that they were together so fast after him being gone and, like, not a clear apology, but I don't know. Yeah, his whole reintroduction has been, like, interesting because initially she's kind of like, I'm annoyed like oh my god you're back it's great and then she's like I'm kind of annoyed and he's like here's a lot of food and she's like I'm still kind of annoyed (laughs) and then they're like waking up like they're like a happy couple in bed together and I'm like yeah he was like was there resolution or no she was like welcome home I forget obviously Avery because that's his house his very nice house (laughs) oh yeah and he was like made that cute comment like oh i missed you like breaking all my stuff you're right (laughs) that's cute (laughs) why does he break stuff so often confused (laughs) like you're a surgeon you like have to be careful yeah (laughs) she just really checked that phone (laughs) but basically when Jackson was in the shower, um, I guess Maggie is, like, getting up. She's looking for maybe her phone, potentially, but she finds yeah. Jackson's, and on it is this text from this woman that says, miss you, with, like, heart emojis. And, of course, naturally, Maggie is like, what is happening? Like, this is so crazy. Like, you're talking to other women. Like, who is she? Like, you're sleeping with her. Like, just very, all the emotions. And Jackson's saying that he's not, that they're just friends. And basically, he's telling Maggie that people don't understand what he's going through. And Maggie says, what people? And apparently, he's also talking to April as well because she understands and tells Maggie that she cannot understand what he's going through because she has never been in that place of questioning which is I was sad at that point truly sad for sad for Maggie just because she already feels disconnected I think to Jackson a little bit and he's basically like I can't even tell you what's going on. And she was like, okay, (laughs) please tell me. And Jackson's like, you can't communicate. So I don't know. What do you guys feel? Can we like break down this whole conflict? I have so many feelings about this whole conflict. Let's break it down. (laughs) First of all, I just have a lot of feelings about this. I was very, I don't know why I was like so emotionally involved in this fight, but I think there was like a lot of back and forth, like a good fight. Oh, yeah. It was, like, both sides were kind of right. I think Maggie, like, initially kind of overreacted when she was just freaking out to leave. And, like, Jackson made a really good point that, like, you just, like, leave instead of talking through things. Like, <laughs> she goes mm-hmm. and gets milk. She does. You, like, go to get milk, which was, like, the funny example, but she really does just kind of, like, not confront things. Like, that's part of why yeah. when he came back and she was, like, okay. And, like, they didn't really talk through it and resolve it. So that's why she also didn't know, like, really what happened on his trip, almost. Like, I think 
if somebody went on that kind of like trip, you should have been like, like, yes, you're going to like have your fight. And you're also going to be like, okay, did you like find the right answers? Like, how did it go? What like happened? Like, I don't even feel like they had that conversation, which yeah, is so weird. Not yeah. at all. And like, then also the part that I thought was crazy about this fight when she made a really good point when she was like, um, you've done all these things. Like you've been married, you've had a kid, you've lost a kid. You're so many steps ahead of me. Like, I don't know if I can keep up. I'm like, that's a really good point too, honestly. I don't know. How'd you guys feel about that point? No, I totally was there with that point. They kind of feel like they are in different points of their life a little bit. I don't know. I didn't really think that was a valid thing. You know, like all those things happen to him and just because you haven't been through all these dramatic things, like you've still been through a lot and you can't like hold that against him you know i was yeah that's true i was not really here for that like i was like okay like you are gonna have different lives coming into this point but if you really love each other then you're just gonna like jump on board and be there for each other and like you can be on the same page even if you've gone through different things before this you know i don't know i just thought that was kind of weird like i was like okay like you're saying all these things that are really hard for him and just being like yeah this is why i can't be with you like that's so terrible <laughs> you know i like agree that it's not something that should be like held against him but i understood her point of like i feel like i'm at an emotional disadvantage like i don't think she was saying i can't be with you and i can't like you can't be a good partner because you've been through all these things i think she's saying like i don't know if i know how to be a good partner because I don't emotionally understand all these things that you went through and like I can't like give you this emotional depth that you want because this was when he was saying like you don't open up to me like you don't talk about stuff and she's like I don't have as much stuff to talk about (laughs) which is like kind of valid but also it's like you're right Claire that she has been through stuff that she could still bring up so yeah Totally. And I think Jackson was also trying to get to that common ground. He was like, let me explain it to you. Like, I do love you, Maggie. I know, like, it's messy and I don't really know how to talk about it to you, but I need to mourn, like, me and April's timing because all that was the problem was this faith crisis. So I just need to mourn that, mourn my daughter, basically that whole relationship and Maggie gets up to leave right after that so that was super yeah that was crazy I, super crazy. I was so confused because she was like okay like try me like talk to me and he was, did and yeah. he opened up and then she was like goodbye and I was like what yeah it was so was not happy we have to, there has to be more to that confrontation right that was so weird it was like, weird why did she right leave? Yeah, oh, that's what I thought. Like, maybe something else is going on with her that she hasn't yeah. been showing. It, ha- I, I'm it, like, has it has to, to be. be. It has to be something like that because it was so straightforward and weird when she was like, talk to me, please. Yeah, because she, she was Bye. one who was like, try me. He was like, oh, like, I can't open up to you. And she's like, try me. Let's talk through things. Like, let's do it. And he's like, okay. And he, like, goes through his whole thing. He opens up and he, like, spews it all to her which he does that was like a hard thing to hear what he said how he was like 
I'm grieving this. Like, I'm just now realizing all these things that Kevner and I, like, could have worked out and, like, could have been fine. And I feel bad for our kid. Like, that was, like, a really intense conversation. But then she had just asked, like, let me show you that I can do this, that I can have this conversation. And then she, like, takes off afterwards. So. Yeah. That was so weird. It was super Yeah, it was very weird on Maggie's part. Hopefully we can get some closure <laughs> next episode with that. Yeah. Because I don't like... Uh, it's just yeah. awkward now. I hope we find out more about I hope that. we find out. Well, let's go to Dr. Karasik and Gray. And they get on this, I guess, jet that um, Catherine said that they need to come to L.A. for an emergency console, I guess, pretty much. So they get there, and she shows them some scans of, I guess, a neck. And they basically are like, this is the craziest tumor I've ever seen. I need to meet this patient. Very classic Grace. And then they're like, Catherine's like, I'm the patient. And they're like, ugh. Also classic. (laughs) Don't worry, I still gasped. I was still like, what? No, it still got me too. I don't know why. Same with like Amelia. I think it was like Izzy. All these people have done it. And then we're like, you can be sick too? (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Do you think that's like allowed? Like the way they were presenting it? Like that just seems... I mean, you can see your own, like, medical records, right? Like, you can see it your own... It seems very okay to me. I mean, they're... rays and shit. Yeah. She's the patient, so... She... Yeah, I, I guess it's just, like, an interesting setting. Like, I'm, like, thinking I mean, about it in real life, and I'm, like... Well, it's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess it would be more in the setting of, like, here's my printed out stuff. Look at it. But it's always like they walk into a room. It's like on all of the screens. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful room. I was like, that hospital is nice. Yeah, it <laughs> is yeah. so nice. Also, again, a sidebar, and I'm sorry to always be the Seattle person, but I think they filmed this L.A. section in Seattle. Like, you know that short period of time that they came to film a bunch of stuff in Seattle? I'm like... They did that then too. There's one part that I'm like, it's again in Seattle Center because they filmed so much stuff in Seattle Center from the other like Seattle shots. And I, oh, I think this funny. was it too. But <laughs> I was trying to do some exposed. Googles to figure it out, but I didn't have time. I ran out of time, so <laughs> that was a sidebar. But I'm curious. <laughs> Wonderful. If yeah. you know, send us an email. Truly. <laughs> But basically, I guess Catherine needs a biopsy, so they go ahead and do it. Meredith is like, why isn't Weber here? Why isn't um, Jackson here? And Catherine says that she doesn't want to worry them, that she's worried about Weber, which is just interesting because she's never there. But it's true that he (laughs) hasn't found a sponsor, so that is something to worry about. Which we should just move into the Weber and I guess Frankie story because that was Uh, also at the beginning and just so crazy. There's too many things in this episode. Too many. I'm like, what? 
Yeah. I was, like, uh, going into this, like, recapping it. I'm like, oh, this episode was about Richard Weber, right? And then I'm like, oh, no, like, so many other things happened. So many other things. <laughs> it's true. But he is actually in pretty much almost all the storylines, so. Except for, you know, Jackson and Maggie, but. Although, he's Maggie's dad, so. <laughs> true. <laughs> he's connected. He's in all of them in some way. He is in all of them. <laughs> he will always be my chief. <laughs> oh, <laughs> As Frankie said. Yes. <laughs> that was, was too funny. Oh, it was, was too, cute. like, yeah. It was too cute because it was like, oh, wow, you've been here for a while. Oh, we just now noticed you. But also, you, nice to meet nurse. you. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Oh, my gosh. So basically, to get into that, Frankie is the pregnant nurse that works at the hospital who apparently Weber hired because she was first in her nursing class and is super amazing and I guess is the boss over all the other nurses. So basically, she's telling him to write what name she wants. What name? How do you say this? What name for the baby? Oh, I thought yes. there it was like a yeah. betting pool. Like they're all trying to like bet which oh, name yes. she's gonna pick. So it was oh, like a I little, thought it was like, like also game. yeah, like giving them giving her ideas because she wanted to sing like the little pancake yeah i was little like pancake. okay it's not a dog <laughs> oh. yeah there you go that's what it was and as weber's writing his name richard he's like this is the best name it's wise it's just quality i was like oh my gosh and you're funny like, you're right you're also right. later in life you could go by dick if you want to so that's Probably a good not. reason to pick that one. <laughs> Probably would not go by that. <laughs> I know, Hopefully but not. you could. You have that option. There's a lot of nickname <laughs> options with Richard, so. There is. There's true. That is true. Rich. Richie. Richie. Dick. Chard. I don't know how Richard turns Chardy. into that name, but I, I love that either. it does, so. <laughs> 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 or you can just go by your last name. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Anyway, yeah, we don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What's his name again?" <laughs> That's what yeah. Catherine calls him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Catherine calls him Richard. But as he's writing this, of course, classic Grace, this nurse bends over in pain, <gasps> so like dramatic, screaming, screaming yes. and Weber's like awkwardly touching her honestly like are you like are you okay are you okay and then she's like bending over and screaming more and he's like gurney get a, get a gurney someone help and he's like awkwardly holding her i thought it was an awkward hold but oh, he's like i, I got you i didn't think it was i want you to hold. go back and rewatch it <laughs> I thought, no, i'm thinking of it it's, it was a beautiful hold. yeah i truly watched really? it right before we recorded this <laughs> <laughs> exposed oh my god so okay, i have the fine, hold fine. in my mind <laughs> okay (laughs) whatever anyway she gets on this cute bed with pink sheets because obviously that's what maternity women want and (laughs) apparently only can have only can have pink sheets i'm here for it honestly i'm here no they're cute (laughs) (laughs) but she i guess weber's doing an ultrasound and he's like the heart speeding that's good and then he gets into this area i guess that's tender and she screams and it was her spleen which was 
I guess, knotted so blood wasn't circulating. And Hubbard was like, oh, let's just like go to the OR and fix this. And of course, Frankie's like, no, like this baby, this is my last chance. I'm 40 years old. This baby is expensive. I will not lose this baby. I will keep it to term, which is very valid. And she said that she was 40. Yeah. My God, she looked incredible. Yeah. She like 25. I mean, yeah, she's she probably 20. not 40. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, not- sometimes they make it like somewhat believable, you know, but she uh, maybe the okay. actress really was 40. I don't know. I'll look it I up. don't Just know. She looked great. She, yeah, she looked great, but it, honestly, her talking about her life plan, like the order, was just so relevant because, you know, it's so up in the air. So it was so valid when she was like, I need to just wait this out because I don't have any time left and my eggs are done. It was, but again, all these medical decisions become so personal. I'm like, if a doctor is just advising (laughs) you to go into surgery, it doesn't really matter that you really want to keep this baby and it's important to you. Like it is that important every time it's a baby and someone wants to keep it, you know, like, I don't know if a doctor thinks that you should go into surgery to fix this, you should just do it. But I guess she is like in medicine. Yeah. But she's, I don't know. And it was unclear if like, if she had waited it out, if it, or if she hadn't, waited it out if it would have been a different outcome but i'm like let's just not be emotionally invested in our people let's get a second opinion <laughs> someone who's like less emotionally attached to you let's bring them in to see can we wait i'm not going to give you any background information on what this woman's gone through to be pre- become pregnant not that i'm discrediting that that is a big deal like IVF sounds crazy, but I'm like, let's just make sure this is like a valid medical decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly. You're right. You're right. Truly. <laughs> then I guess she waits it out with her crazy nurse squad. There's so many of them. They clearly so don't work. <laughs> yeah, I'm so like, cute. why are they not doing any work? But that's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's the fine. rest of the hospital is like in flames, but they're all just gathered <laughs> around that room. They're gathered yes. around. Which I I love a village. <laughs> oh, but God. in typical yes. grace, it's all good till it's not, you know? So, of course, <laughs> <laughs> she, um, I guess, is having pain again. So they rush her to the OR. And... They page Karev, thank God, and Weber is going at it. It just is like so much blood. It was, I feel like a very messy scene for Grays, probably because of the situation was very messy. And also, I had never seen a pregnant person in surgery, yeah. And the like pregnant belly exposed was wild to me. <laughs> but also, I think pregnancy in general is wild to me. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I feel like so, we've seen this before. Really? What? 
you're right we have maybe it's just been a while actually it's just been a while i think maybe that's what it is Because like there was so it's so much of that surgery like yeah. with arizona and that one you know that whole period of time we saw that so often because she was learning how to do those surgeries so. addison yeah oh my gosh <laughs> addison. Addison. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while that's what i meant yeah. yeah but i guess like where the whole stomach is exposed is what i meant but you're right we've probably seen it before i think it just like had been a while it's like wow pregnant bellies yeah. are weird but cool. <laughs> Weird, but cool. <laughs> anyway, so I guess Weber controls the bleeding and he takes out... What does he take out? The spleen? I, I guess. I thought the spleen Are those removable? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was... Well, I don't know. It Wait, was no, weird. your spleen? Yes. You can take out your spleen, but... I mean, I've only been dissecting mice, so I'm like, they're so small. But in this human, it was not small, so I was like, I don't know. That but makes sense. <laughs> human spleens are probably bigger, bigger than spleens. Yeah. I'm not the one in medicine here. I'm just, I'm just I'm guessing. Just, I was just shook. <laughs> but as soon as... Um, he takes out the spleen and the bleeding is stopped, of course. As I said before, everything's good until it's not. Um, there starts to be this, you know, the typical beep of the machine. Something's not right. He goes back in, looks, and there's so much blood. He can't find the bleeding spot. They figure out that they have to get the baby out. So Karev gets the baby out and oh yeah thank god Kareb was there dream thank team god. Weber and yeah. Karev truly there's Finds no one else airway. I would want operating yeah. on True. a pregnant friend <laughs> <laughs> wow okay and besides me obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> just no. kidding <laughs> just kidding but uh, <laughs> the baby is not breathing at the time but Karev gets an airway and movement so that's just beautiful so it's looking up but then I guess she's still not recovering they start doing compressions because they lose her then they shock her and eventually she just does not make it um Weber it has to call so time of sad. death and he just really couldn't. And Oh my god, that they scene. show this, yeah, beautiful like what's that angle? Aerial, I don't know, like the brunch shot that people like take brunch with. It was basically that the angle. Brunch <laughs> shot. <laughs> You're really bringing up brunch right now? I just trying to talk about the angle of the yeah, camera. The angle. Yeah. It's like kind of like a wider it's like wider you can see the whole room yeah, and they're yeah. all like okay we took a we were in a sad direction and we took a sharp turn yeah. I want to get back to that because I want to go get brunch right now oh my Claire I'm sorry this was like the most intense scene for me like when me it was too. like the wide shot you could see everybody in the OR and everyone's like waiting on Weber and he's like looking up and teary eyed and he's like made this call so many times but he's just like he like can't get through the word death he's like okay time of 
time of and he's like tearing up and i'm like uh, oh my god dad it was so sad <laughs> it was so much and then uh, Karev just really called it. it and also the surgical um text yes they were oh hugging oh i was that done. got me that I was me. done. And then when he had to walk over to the nurses and tell them, and they're all waiting in a group, <gasps> mm-hmm. again, not working, I don't know. And <laughs> Well, their friend doesn't Yeah, surgery. they're waiting for their friend. It, this sense. is more valid. Yeah. <laughs> True. And then they all just start crying, and I'm like, what the heck? We just met this character, and I care so much about her. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, I'm like, at the beginning of this episode... They made us care so quickly. I'm like, yeah, they did a they great did. job. Shonda has us on a leash, man. She's <laughs> the leash. tightest leash. Yeah. She's like, you're gonna care about this person. Yeah, literally right one now. conversation, and I'm like, she's the love of my life. Seriously, <laughs> right when she was like, you're always my chief. I was like, okay, Frankie, <laughs> yeah. you're I was like, you can okay, stay. I'm here. <laughs> and like talking about how she's such a boss, I was like, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. Here. <laughs> yep. Is she uh, the same like? pregnant nurse that we've seen throughout this season that's been like yes yes, i hope sassy and like mean yes it has been and that's why i said that when i sent i sent the trailer and i was like the pregnant nurse oh my gosh because we've seen Uh her all episode i mean all season and we're like Mm -hmm. who is this pregnant nurse little did we know i just thought she seemed meaner before (laughs) but maybe we just saw her in like brief moments (laughs) I yeah, think that I she know. just, like, yeah, I think she just gave off the, like, she takes no shit. Sassy, yes. but bold, but yeah. really good at her job character. Love it. Which I love that Weber emphasized that about nurses, how they do work so hard to try to keep everything, you know, running. I was so mm-hmm. there for that. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very powerful s- story <laughs> in this episode. Which we then see Weber going to an AA meeting right after, which <sighs> was so much. The roller coaster I guess, is not over. I'm like, Here I guess we, we go. go into it. Well, we're yeah, just starting. <laughs> oh yeah, let's yeah. go. It is a real roller coaster with Weber this episode. Uh, I, I was know. so scared. Yeah. As soon as Frankie died, I was like, Weber, please, like keep it together please yeah. yeah yeah so anyways at this aa meeting this lady is telling this story about how she got laid off and how um she was passing a bar that said chips for shots and like said the location like right off of main street which i thought was just so funny the details but I guess as she's telling this story, um, Weber leaves and goes to that bar. Also, earlier, somebody had said, like, oh, haven't seen you in a while, which I always feel weird about sometimes, like, when people are too much uh, about, like, oh, welcome back, oh, haven't yeah. seen you. Like, at church. Yeah, maybe that. think of, like, church <laughs> in high school when you, like, miss two Sundays and they're like, haven't seen you in forever. And then you're like, oh, I don't even want to come back because you guys make such a scene if yeah. I'm gone for a little while. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it feels like that, but then sometimes you're like, oh, you missed me. Like, I matter in this group of people. You know, I feel like it can go either way. Yeah, it definitely it could definitely go either way, go. but he seemed like not happy about it i guess yeah. well he was just literally so numb like you could barely hear 
Yeah. What that guy said. I didn't even know he said that. <laughs> I rewinded Well, he, times. like, came up and, like, tapped his back. And Weber was like, why are you touching me? Like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. Uh, it was. That's true. And when she, when the lady who said shots for chips or whatever, she was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I wish that I felt the gasp and, like, the horror that y'all are feeling right now. But I didn't. And I was like, that is so scary that. because I, like, when she said that, I was like, that is terrible. I can't believe that. And then she was like, yep, I wish I felt that way, but I didn't. And I was like, ugh. Like, this place just really pulled people in, and that is horrendous. Like, that is so terrible. It was horrendous. And that's what we see as Weber's at this bar, and he gives the guy his eight-year chip. And I was so scared. I was, I was scared. so scared. Oh, it was a nightmare. And, like, and he pulls eight, out shots. eight shot glasses. I was like, holy shit. Once you're poison. All eight. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I was five once, which I'm like, you committed to five whole years of sobriety and then you, like, turn around and you're, like, destroying the program, like, actively working against the program. Uh, I was like, what could have happened like what happened and i get that people like it's a constant thing and it's a constant struggle but it's like five years is hard like you had to have put in a lot of work and cared Mm -hmm. to a strong degree at some point it's like so sad but yeah yeah. it was sad so as we think weber is going to take these shots he goes behind the bar and gets a bat and starts swinging at all of the alcohol violently. And he's like, his acting was honestly too good. Just It was so good. It was insane. I was like, I've never seen Weber like this. It's ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we've seen him for so long. We know this character so well. And then we see him just like, fucking lose it and we see him like totally different he's in so much pain he's Mm -hmm. like whole body's like reacting differently his face is like different than we've ever seen it and we've Mm -hmm. seen him in pain like we've seen him going through things god this the acting in this scene was uh incredible incredible Mm -hmm. honestly when he walked into that place i was like he's either gonna i really thought he's either gonna beat this guy up or he's gonna drink and go down that whole path i thought that too but then as soon as he handed over the chip i was like yeah as soon as he said vodka i was like what like the fact that you're saying these words like this is i'm scared like every step of the way i lost a little bit of hope yeah i was like it was like when he handed over the chip i was like he could still turn around and then he put the chip in the little bowl with all the other chips and I was like oh my god and then like he picked the alcohol and then he had the shots poured in front of him I was like it's game over we're done there's no way and then he finally like pulls the chip back out of the bowl and I was like yes (laughs) we're gonna do this seriously Uh, and I love that he like confronted that guy and was like why are you trying to hurt people's lives who are trying to like be there for their families and get better yes it was I was so achy oh my gosh still so achy achy. I'm still (laughs) also watched it this morning (laughs) very much feeling it (laughs) but just like the image of him like smashing like with the bat like smashing the bottles like up against and there's like the mirror and it's like so beautiful honestly like it's Uh, such a 
powerful image and then Mm -hmm. the amazing acting and like the whole scene and the guy like cowering in the corner and him like throwing the chips at him the whole thing i was like this is incredible yeah it was so intense okay wow let's get back to where these stories intersect with um Karasik Meredith, but especially Catherine. So mm-hmm. Catherine, I guess to relate, at a bar, she wants to get a drink before she knows her prognosis. It can either be they can remove the tumor and do radiation, or if they try to remove it, she could be paralyzed. And there's no good way out. It's pretty oh. bad. Which is so sad because I don't know. I don't know why I feel ways towards Catherine, but I just feel <laughs> a special way towards Catherine. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I've gone through a real journey with my feelings towards Catherine. I agree. I because agree. for a while it was like, oh, you're like supporting all these like problematic men. Like, I definitely. Mm hmm. She was, like, helping cover up a lot of the scandal stuff, and it was like, ugh, I don't know. She's always kind of, like, gone in and out, and then, like, when Jackson was dating Kepner, and she was, like, not really supportive, and, like, she kind of Mm -hmm. has, like, gone in and out of being, like, a good or bad character, which this show does a lot with a lot of the characters, (laughs) so, I mean, that's true, but also she's, like... In this episode, too, she kind of came back to, like, I'm also just, like, a really fucking powerful woman that's worked so fucking hard, and I finally have something for myself, and I Mm -hmm. finally have this Mm -hmm. marriage with a man I love, and I finally have my name on the things I'm working hard for, and I Uh, finally have, like, so many Mm -hmm. things in my life, and, like, yeah, I've, like, made mistakes along the way, but I'm incredible, and I've worked really hard and i was like you are incredible Debbie like, you Reynolds. deserve the world <laughs> you deserve the world yeah i guess just to relate <laughs> to that comment about um i guess the storyline we see Karasik and meredith kind of having this conversation while Catherine is i guess giving this speech and Karasik was telling meredith how Catherine basically woke him up and Ugh, made him yeah. realize I guess certain things about himself and that Catherine is essentially his friend, which was so pure. And he was talking about how he's doesn't know what he's going to do with this tumor because it is so crazy. And that's when Catherine comes in and basically says all those things, which is so beautiful. Yeah. Survived, you know, sexism, racism, all the isms, which I was like, yes, I was girl. Like, yes. <laughs> and She's like, well, you guys figure it out, and excuse me, I'm going to call my husband. And I was like, thank God. But what was so sad about this is that she calls Weber, and he doesn't pick up. And then we see later, dun, 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 (laughs) he calls Meredith, and... Meredith's like, what's wrong? And he's like, I like don't, don't tell Catherine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've gotten arrested and I need your help. And uh 
They both got a lot of secrets going on. (laughs) Everyone has been giving their secrets to Meredith, though. I'm like, as always, I swear, as always. Like, I feel Uh, like she always knows everything about everyone. (laughs) How are you just dealing with that? She's the god in the show. (laughs) And I think it's been more since Derek hasn't been there. Like, she's just kind of been this person that is there for everyone, which is so beautiful. Yeah, and now she's, like, the wise widow, I feel like. They've kind of made her this role of, like, she's just been through things, and now she's wise, and she can give advice and hold all the secrets, which is kind of funny, but... It is funny. (laughs) She's doing a great job in this role, so... Totally, totally. So that's basically the end. We do see a flashback of the scene at the hospital when they... All the nurses are with the baby, and they call it Little Pancake, which I was so there for. But um, besides that, that was pretty much it. Um, Weber, instead of Meredith, usually did the thing at the end where he talks about, I guess, the theme. Which, of course, you know, I wrote down. And basically, I will read it. (laughs) He said... Step by step, we don't take into exception the rules. They never leave room for the outliers, the geniuses, and the miracles. Books are black and white, but life is a messy shade of gray. So nothing can truly prepare us for the beautiful, painful things, the moments. And that was basically it, which I was trying to figure out kind of what we learned from that. Yeah. But basically that life was this is one? messy and gray and you can never be prepared, essentially. Mm-hmm. This episode was just emotional. Like I feel like yeah. it had less of like the theme is this and it's kind of like an overarching thing that went through it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the theme besides the Maggie Jackson situation was kind of like I don't actually know. It's just like they've been through a lot and we're really invested in them. Yeah. <laughs> people are fragile. Truly. But strong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, it was just a hard episode. It was so It was much. very hard. It was so but heavy. Great, honestly. And yeah, really yeah. beautiful. Of course, the reason why like, we watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truly, that's so true. This is one of those ones I'm like, uh, I really do, do just love these characters, and oh I feel like gosh, so yes. strongly for them. And there wasn't a lot of like, I don't know. I guess there was. I was gonna say I didn't really feel a lot of the like cheesy, Gray's stuff going on. I guess there was kind of the moment when they like go in with the scans, and it's like it's me, and that's kind of like yeah. okay, yeah, we've seen it. <laughs> But besides that, it was more of just, like, the stuff we like from this show where we see characters that we know so much about their history. We know, like, so much about their story that we're, like, emotionally involved. And it's also conflicts where people are right on both sides. Like, I'm sure this conflict between Weber and Catherine is going to obviously get worse but it's like you understand both of their perspectives of why they like were keeping things from each other or why they're struggling like uh just so good it's great so good so good crazy mad me 2020 <laughs> <laughs> 2020. 
everything's about elections post midterm. So I agree. <laughs> Graves sure. for president. <laughs> Shonda for president. Am I right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's Graves. All right. How to get away with murder. We finally, it's been a long time since we've had a spooky scene, but we get one at the end of it, but not yeah. at the beginning. True, true. It's a good spooky scene. It's a very scene spooky, too. spooky scene. <laughs> and there's, yeah, there's like kind of a lot of information. Yeah. So, but it opens with the investigation into Nate Sr.'s death. And well, actually, it opens with like a public. What is that? Like a press announcement about what the investigation or like what's going on and why he died. And so we find out that the female, the like white female prison guard claims that she took the letter from Nate Sr. And that he attacked her with the pencil and stabbed her in the arm. And then the other officer fired his weapon, shot him in the head, and he died instantly. They're also claiming that the cameras were malfunctioning, so they have no video surveillance to prove this. So it's kind of just going off what they said, but they're calling it a justifiable homicide, which obviously Annalise is up in arms about. So they go to get an inquest her and miller da miller are like working together and then they get an inquest which means that they can have a jury look at this case and decide if it's actually a justifiable homicide but they like don't have a lot to go off of they don't have a lot to prove it because basically annalise's theory is that it's this massive cover-up and that basically the governor was covering it up and she's kind of like has everyone on her side, including including these prison guards to like say Nate Sr. attacked them. And that's why it was a justifiable homicide. So they go in and they like find out that the guard had abused her husband, maybe. And so they're like, maybe we can use that. But it doesn't really go over because it's like not really proved that she did anything it was very some reactions people it was very shambly (laughs) it was i was literally about to say something when you said that um honestly the whole i didn't know that's what it was called inquest is what you're saying Mm -hmm. i think that's what it was called yeah wow beautiful yeah i looked it up um it was just very shambly like the whole thing you know like they're just like trying so hard but they like they're kind of like grasping at straws yeah. straws Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> strings i yeah. thought it was strings yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh i thought it was oh i don't know yeah sure maybe i don't think it's i don't either, know but like oh. i didn't, I didn't oh. know this was the phrase it is but yes they're grasping at Strings slash Something. straws. They, they don't have a lot to go yeah, off of. Yeah, they really That's don't. The point. <laughs> and, like, Annalise kind of loses it. And I'm like, dang it. On the stand, you mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so basically they have... So, like, going along with, like, what happens with this... I guess it's not a trial, it's an inquest. But, like, going along with what happens with this. So they, like, try to 
point out that the guard and they like basically don't have anything else and so she's like put me on the stand like I can testify I know this person and then she like has this line that's incredible where she's like you don't put Michael Jordan on the bench when you like it's important or like some like she makes some (laughs) analogy where she's like I'm your all-star why would you bench me put me on the stand and he's like that might work with your students, but like I'm the freaking DA. I think that's what he says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was much. like, okay, whatever. I was like, whatever. Who cares about that? And they're like, it's too personal. Like, it's too personal. I think that's what they kept saying to her. Yeah. Which I was it's like, like oh, oh yeah. Valid. We care about that on this that show. That we can get behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, they end up using her, I think, because they just don't really have anything else. And then she has this like, beautiful she does kind of lose it but she's also like goes on to be like this is they're using a story against you that's as old as time saying that the black man attacked the white woman like you're inclined to believe that and history has proven that and lists off all these people and she's like Emmett Till and like I forgot who else she like lists off but she's like you've historically always believed this story even when it's been untrue and caused all this pain for black men and you're going to be doing the exact same thing and it makes it so much harder when they inevitably do call it a justifiable homicide it was insane but the judge was like trying to cut her off and she was just like no getting this out (laughs) she was like speak he's like at first she like is answering questions and then she kind of makes a comment to the jury and the judge is like don't do that and then she's like okay yeah and then she'll like go back to answering the questions and then she by the end she's just like ranting directly to the jury (laughs) i was was like pounding that mallet yeah (laughs) was like shut it down stop please stop and she's like no sorry (laughs) let me finish (laughs) but it's so true like her whole argument to reevaluate like what you think hopefully the jury was supposed to reevaluate so yeah that's i guess why it did make it so hard and they haven't lost in so long you know yeah i don't know i was like it's definitely like weird terms that he died and there's no way that it was valid but i'm like the fact that they have a picture of with a stabbed pencil do you think maybe that happened like after she was being aggressive with him you know like what do y'all actually think that's my theory is is that they like grabbed like he could tell it was like going south but then i'm like it was a direct headshot so there like wasn't an altercation before but there could have been you know like he they could have been like aggressive with him but no like actual bruises you know yeah maybe they're like taking him off to the side to like shoot him and then he's like no and he like stabs him and then yeah it's all very yeah like claire said <laughs> what was the word <laughs> shambly <laughs> yeah shambly. <laughs> yes yeah. yeah yeah it was just kind of a mess but i thought she had a good point too when she's like this man has only ever been violent or aggressive once and we're supposed to believe and he's like gone through all this stuff and we're supposed to believe that just as he's getting released for like the second time in his life ever he's violent and for the first time like being mentally sane like i don't know i thought that was a good point but also they have the other big point that the other side had was that his blood work showed that he was off his medication which Mm, annalise claims was also tampered with 
probably could have been. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, I don't okay, know. Okay, yeah. also, the timing of this, I'm confused. They were like, we've been looking into this for a month. I was like, what? Oh, they said that? That's hmm. what they said, yeah. I, I mean, every, it could have been a month. Like, I mean, a month, but then it's like, okay, so she's been, like, half-seas working for the governor for a month, and she's like... <laughs> Claire, we don't look that deep. <laughs> I know, but, like, what? Like, none of the other timelines have been a month. Like, That's Bonnie, what I'm saying, yeah. Like, Bonnie's timeline, it wouldn't make sense if a month has gone by and they've just done nothing. It wouldn't make sense for, like, the wedding timeline has been, like approaching yeah maybe it was a month in just to like (laughs) nathaniel senior's case like they've probably been trying to get the part in which is even more like what i mean none of it makes sense like the month is weird yeah yeah maybe a week (laughs) so that's kind of all that really happened i mean so obviously that's horrible i was about to say that's what really happens but it was just kind of went through the episode and sucked but so then in the meantime annalise goes into the governor kind of while the inquest is still going on and the governor's like i'm just gonna rip off the band-aid and have to tell you like we're gonna have to cut your project because this negative press around nate senior's death is like drawing too much attention so we can't move forward with your project and she's like goes off on her and is like you were planning this all along you framed him you're behind his death like this is why you even had me like this was to trap me in so i couldn't fight against you like how dare you basically like goes off and is like i'm gonna expose you like i'm gonna expose everything you did and i'm gonna go public with like how you covered up this murder which i was like we couldn't even prove that. I don't know what we're going public with. But then she's like, <laughs> like, you're just going to sound crazy if you just like, you know, like even Tegan doesn't fully believe her. So I'm like, if you just go public with like this idea, nothing's going to happen. Well, but whatever. She has Nate on her side. So <laughs> she has us on her side. Yeah. If there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> Okay, so she could have gone public. She could have done something crazy. But the governor is like, I have the adoption papers. And you're like, what? Because at first she's like, oh, I did a background check and I like found something on you. Which I'm like, oh, shit. It's going to be one of the million things we know about that could have Yeah, I was like, like oh, <laughs> the murders. Like, okay, fine. Yeah. But anything. And then she's like, it's the adoption papers, which were like what adoption what are those i'm so confused what okay good i i don't know what is she she's not adopted i'm like who do we know that's adopted here did she adopt west i'm like did she adopt a kid and then abandon it uh, <laughs> i was gonna say kill it i was like ah no not <laughs> kill it not kill it i'm like did she adopt bonnie <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, did she adopt Gabriel and then? Ooh, no, because she's like so unaware, or so we think. Oh, so we so think. we think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so not I really. Think. So we think, but maybe it was like when he was so small that she doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I... yeah, that could be it. The way you described that was so weird to me. Uh, he was just so small. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I'm saying, like really, like. 
someone as a toddler or like a baby, if you saw them then and like had a short encounter, you would not necessarily recognize them as an adult. Yeah, well, I hope that this adoption was not a short encounter. (laughs) (laughs) But I think if it's like something bad, because obviously it's not like, oh, I found out about your kid that like something very normal happened and you adopted wouldn't have been presented this way so like something bad obviously happened maybe she tried to adopt but couldn't because of something bad that'd make more sense ruin her reputation maybe it's because of what she did in the past yeah yeah that's a good and why she couldn't get a baby that's why she was so heartbroken for not having a kid you know i feel like that's the most plausible but nothing is yeah i have no idea that one really i'm glad that you you guys didn't know about the adoption because i was like am i the only one that doesn't know what this is i think that was totally new information okay interesting yeah yeah it's new so then tegan kind of helps out on annalise because now we're like cool she's screwed the governor won and like she can't do anything and what's going to happen to all her students like everything sucks but tegan like the queen that she is steps in we love her and like (laughs) annalise oh because annalise pulled her into the car earlier and is like i got screwed the governor played me then she like killed nate senior and like goes into her whole conspiracy theory and tegan's like you sound a little bit insane. Literally, like, batshit crazy. I love <laughs> She's like, I'm not 100% on board, but girls support girls, so <laughs> be right back. And then she, like, gets her IT guy to get the scoop on everyone i get i don't know how she knew to do this but she ends up they figure out they dig into their boss emmett found out the name we keep just referring to him as the boss his name is emmett (laughs) so she digs into emmett and they find out that like what really happened with this scandal which we discussed last week where like oh they just blew over this scandal and they made it very like oh, I fell in love and got accused or whatever. But then she's like, more happened. And so she has the whole file on what happened. So she's like, use this against him. Come back. And like... So oh, shady, but here for So it. shady, but classic. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how she was just dragging Michaela yes, one minute ago that. for like digging up blackmail she's like we're better than this and then she's yeah. like oh something's wrong here's some blackmail <laughs> <laughs> but it's mm. obviously different because it's not it's like a very client. different yeah like it's just with oh, just the your company. boss just your boss yeah <laughs> still it's better than like presenting it to a client you know I mean, I don't know that it is. I don't know what my moral (laughs) conscience of blackmail is. Yeah, I think that's mine. (laughs) Okay, cool, cool, cool. Now we know. (laughs) Who knew I had to make a stance on that, but I just did. Yeah. And then the other interesting thing that happened with Tegan, kind of in the build-up to this, is that Tegan meets with Emmett, and kind of they talk about, like, oh, are you filling this position and she's like, I mean, you don't have to. I'm bringing in a ton of money. Like, I'm doing all this shit. And then he's basically like, yeah, but remember when, like, 
whatever happened with I forget the family's name right now, but basically Laura's Laurel's family. He's like, remember what happened with that? And she's like, yeah, it was a bad client. Like that wasn't the FBI shut that down, not me. Like I didn't lose the client. I shouldn't get punished for that. And he's like, well, that's just what happens with the company. So suck it up or go somewhere else. Which I was like. <laughs> white men in the workplace god (laughs) help us all (laughs) women lift each other up so they do lift each other up and she helps Annalise and then Annalise comes back and then this proposal is weird too because she's like I have this blackmail let me back in and I'll help you (laughs) get around this like she proposes that she's gonna she's like oh i found out all the stuff and they like at first we're like it's really bad but then she's like no you like got played like you fell in love with somebody and then they lied to you and like or like they broke your trust and i understand that and how you can help you fix it so i'm like is it bad or was he conned like I'm still confused what happened. Yeah. Well, apparently he was conned, and because of whatever they conned him for, they're now making him be, I don't know, stay at that firm? Like, he can't leave, it seems like? He's oh, stuck I thought in they just, position. like, demoted him. Okay, I mean, that could be. But maybe. Yeah. Maybe both. Yeah. I don't know. That was weird. I guess we'll, like, find out more about what exactly happened. But the proposal of, like, how she got herself to stay, it worked, thankfully, it seems. Or was there resolution on that? It seemed like it worked. It worked because she told whoever that she got her job back right after. Yeah. So that's kind of how that resolves was weird. How did you guys feel about that interaction? (laughs) I, I mean, feel pretty weird about it yeah. and just confused, I think. But also, I think Annalise was just being pretty weird this episode. And I think it's, like, because of what we find out later, you know? Like, I think she's just in a different state because she's drinking, question mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's just how true. I kind of felt, like, towards the end. I was like, wait, yeah, this reminds me of a different season Annalise like this yeah. episode of her she's like desperate know, desperate oh, and, uh-huh less I don't know yeah yeah not asking for what she wants in yeah the powerful way we know she can she yeah. still kind of was though because when she does the whole like I'm LeBr-, like you don't I keep saying different basketball people. I said Michael Jordan earlier. <laughs> I like, don't yeah. know which one she said, I and I know, know those are very different people, but yeah, basketball? Whatever. Sport whatever. player. I'm insert all-star basketball player's name. <laughs> don't put me on the bench. Oh, <laughs> but like when she God. does that whole thing, which is very classic, like powerful Annalise. Well, I don't know. Supposedly I when think, she's drinking also. I think that at that point too, it was like, that wasn't necessarily the right choice. I don't think. Yeah, true. And true, so true. you also, like, I think when she's in this state, she also uses her power and not necessarily the best moments. You know, like, if she was yeah, that's her powerful self that knew what she was doing, she would find a different way to successfully get what she wanted using her power, you know, instead of being like, I'm the answer. Like, I feel like when she's in a good, powerful position, she knows when she needs 
to reach out to people. Yeah. Right. You know, True. so I just, I, this whole episode, I was just like, Annalise, like, oh, this whole yeah. season that she's been the, you know, powerhouse that she was season one. And then now this episode, I'm like, uh, like I knew something was up. And then when Bonnie was like, have you been drinking? I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Bonnie was being sketchy. Bonnie was being weird. About what? So, like, it starts with her kind of not wanting to... She's like, oh, I changed my password and I don't really want to be helpful. Which I guess we're supposed to interpret as, like, she's still mad at Nate. Which I do think is true. She's still mad at Nate for digging up her past, basically. Mm -hmm. And so, as a result, she's not being helpful with the trial and kind of, like, being a hindrance. Like... So they had said, when Annalise was like, put me on the bench, Miller was like, no, we're not going to. And then Bonnie shows up at her house and is like, you've been drinking again. And like, she like finds her bottles, which yeah, was like a big reveal and that's bad and that sucks. And we're reminded again through both of these episodes, alcoholism is a constant struggle. You don't just solve it one day. Yeah. Yeah. She slipped. Um, but then she's like, tells Bonnie, oh, the governor found the adoption papers, which Bonnie obviously knows about, also is revealed in that. So Bonnie pours a glass of vodka and is like, one more won't hurt. I was confused. That was so weird. And then she, okay, and so then it cuts away and then we see Bonnie next and she's like on the phone and she's like, oh, I just put Annalise to sleep. So I guess she, like, got her drunk and then she passes out and then all this time goes by and you see her wake up and she's, like, hungover or whatever. And, like, Bonnie left her a cute little note to go to, like, AA meetings. But then you see Miller, like, call her to put her on the stand. Miller's like, okay, fine, let's put you on the stand today. When she's, like, waking up, like, hungover and, like, feeling like shit. And then Bonnie's looking up, smiling at him, like, nodding, like, yeah, that's the right choice. So it, like, almost felt like Bonnie, Weird. like, got her drunk the night before. On that. Oh, my God. And then was like, yeah, put her on trial, put on, put her on the stand now. There was, like, a weird little wink at that, like, moment of that. Dang. I didn't realize that. Well, I don't, what about that weird altercation that she had with, um, Bonnie had with Miller, how um, Annalise previously asked to be on the stand, but Bonnie was like, no, don't do it kind of thing and he's like i'm going to do it like i need to do my job like what's the point of me having this job if i'm not going to do it i'm trying to remember where that fit yeah in. i don't know and then also how did we know annalise how did she know annalise was drinking was it from the very beginning scene when she woke up and got to the meeting late and she declined bonnie's calls was that mm. also part of mm, maybe i don't know also i feel like if you know someone that well like and you know how they That's behave true. like when they are and aren't drinking Right. And she was yeah. able to, like, figure that out. Yeah, I just don't trust Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, do, but I know I shouldn't, so... So, also, we didn't see a lot of the gang this week, the kids. <laughs> the kids. Yeah. We did see, so, uh, Michaela and Gabriel are getting close, and Laurel's, like... This is fucking bad, Frank. Please tell Annalise. 
Which I'm also like, Laurel knows something that Annalise doesn't. That's still baffling to me. But it scares me. When, like, when the fact that Laurel and Frank know something. Yeah. Like, I'm like, stop. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be so bad. This is Y'all not how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, you need to tell Annalise. You need to get the situation under control. He's like, latching on to Michaela now. Something bad's going to happen. Which we still don't know what he did, but. Yeah. Apparently it's something that he shouldn't get close to anybody because he's, like, trying to take them down or whatever. Oh, gosh. You think that's what it is? I assume he's trying to take them down in some way. Okay. That's why he's trying to, like, infiltrate the group and that I'm just like, he wants to go to this wedding he, yeah, so he, he can wants kill to to someone. The, yes, he wants to go to the wedding so bad. I'm like, ah. So he's really aiming to go to the wedding. And then, so the whole group goes out after... So it's kind of after the trial, after the verdict is revealed. And so they go out and Michaela kind of has this moment that is very seasonal, very good time for it. (laughs) Um, And she's like, they're out at the bar and she's like, you know what? Yeah, everything sucks. Maybe the criminal system sucks. Maybe our government sucks, but you know, you guys are in love and let's drink. And like, has this whole rant about that, that I was like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> Post midterms. That. That's, that was me last night drinking. <laughs> she was like, they cannot win. And I was like, yes. Yes. Incredible. So true. So, but then they also, in the middle of that speech, they're like, oh yeah, did you hear that Annalise got fired by the governor? So we're probably all screwed. And then they like revealed all these other things. They're like, yeah, wait, here are all these other things that suck. And then they're like, uh, let's try to have fun anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Which was funny. Yeah. They're at a cute little club. They're dancing. Then we see Connor and Oliver exiting and for some reason in my mind i was like this is where he's gonna get his weird face i can't believe you thought that i didn't expect it at all the second they were walking down that hallway i was like he something's gonna happen outside this bar and that's why his face is messed up (laughs) i felt it in my bones and it does so then they're like going out and like him and oliver are having the cutest little moment and he's like they're talking about getting married at a church and connor's like I would get married in a church a million times if it meant being married to you. And it was just like, I don't know why it was so it cute. It was so cute. I was like, it was such a cute moment. And that's why I'm like, I can't believe you thought that that's when they were about to be beat up. Because <laughs> I was so in that moment. Like, I was just really here for how cute they were being. And I was like, they're in love. Everything's fine because they're in love. <laughs> so... They're being cute outside the bar, cute, cute love, and you're like, oh, this is such a sweet scene. And then this guy just walks by and drops the gay F word that I don't even want to say. I can't say it, yeah. And he's like, what did you say? And then he, like, turns around, and, like, this guy's big, and he's like, you want me to say it again? And then Connor, like, fights him, like, punches him the guy comes back and you're like "Ooh, this dude's big connor is screwed yeah but then they get and then connor ends up like overpowering him and just like punching him in the face like it was connor ended up really holding his own in that fight but then oliver's like that stop someone do something seriously (laughs) (laughs) i was like 
he's like not that much bigger than you. <laughs> like, I don't understand what you're doing. But, um, anyways, and then they like show them afterwards, like Oliver's taking care of him, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, are you mad? And he's like, no, I'm mad that that guy, like, if we were, he has the cutest response, and he's like, if that guy had been out living his life, like, being happy, being himself, we would have maybe smiled and just walked by. But he's the one that's wrong, because he couldn't just walk by and let us have our joy. Like, the world is messed up, and, like, he was messed up. Mm -hmm. I'm happy that I had that, like you were i don't know he was just like yeah. really sweet he wasn't mad that he got in the fight he yeah. was just sweet that was it was so tender especially when connor was like are you scared of me like we can tell your mom like that <laughs> something else happened yeah oh yeah he's like we, I, we can just say i fell off a scooter or something and he's like no you defended us like i love you uh, yeah. It was so beautiful, but it was also just scared. so It was scary. Sad. And so sad. It was just, it was just so sad because I'm like, whoa, I can't believe people still feel that way, but people really do, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I thought it was so well put that it's like, if you just see some other, like, straight couple on the street, like, if, like, gay couples see a straight couple, they're just like, oh, cute. Or, like, if other normal, nice people see a gay couple, like, other people just being happy, it's like, oh, cute. Like, why would you see that and be, like, angry, gross? Yeah. Like, this makes me think of that moment. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, when we were at ACL and waiting for Solange, and they were just going around and showing all these couples kissing and whenever it was a gay couple, everyone, like, screamed and cheered. And they were, like, way more happy for the, like, gay couples than the straight like, couples. cute. <laughs> it was such a And then, a like, a straight couple, moment. and it's like, whatever. Yeah, everyone's, like, cool. Like, still, like, ah. Oh, but, like, the crowd would, like, erupt when it was a gay couple. And I was like, I love Austin. I love people. <laughs> That's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was so great. Yeah. It was sad. But then it also made me scared because I was like... I love Oliver so much in this moment. Please don't take him uh, away from me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oliver is having like a really like this could be his exit grand goodbye. I like am- he's had a good season. <laughs> I like we've learned like every time he hasn't had a lot of conflict where it's like he's we've maybe liked him like We've consistently loved him this whole season. Like, he's just been cute and sweet this whole time. And, like, I'm nervous. I'm scared. I feel like that's how they are at the end, you know? Mm. Because then it makes it hurt more. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Hopefully not. But, honestly, he's our only, like, option at this time. Because it doesn't make sense for anyone else to be the, I don't know. The thing that happened. Unless they all, it's like a group murder. That's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Forgot about those. <laughs> like, it could be that they murder somebody else, but then they all have to cover, like, it, cover up. it up or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, are we ready to talk about the yes, ending now? Spooky scenes. Speaking of. So, oh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry. I keep teasing the ending and then pulling back. But one other thing that I wanted to talk about was. So also after they left this bar, there's a scene where you see Michaela like and Asher like spooning 
like with fully clothed. <laughs> so it didn't seem like an after sex thing. I think she just like helped him get home because he was too yeah. drunk. And she's like the big spoon. And he's like, no, can you just stay a little longer? I like miss cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> I was here for that moment. I the countdown. It was so funny. It was so cute. Slower. Yeah. He's like, 10 more seconds. Just count slow. <laughs> and she was like, you're going to regret this. Yeah. He's he like, whatever. Yeah, that was cute. They're having like a cute, healthy breakup. So then she like, duh, he falls asleep and then she leaves and then she notices there's a door of a cute man who seems to be kind of into her one door down so naturally she goes to say hello which we're like ah, i'm scared but then i look at it from her perspective and i would be like yes girl go <laughs> <laughs> hook up with that guy because he's hot yeah. but then it's like oh we know all this stuff like whatever so she goes over and immediately everyone knows because Asher wakes back up and hears that she's in the next room. Laurel and Frank are like watching on the camera. <laughs> yes, I'm like, okay, like everyone's here. <laughs> everyone's immediately like, oh, Michaela's hooking up with Gabriel. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Daytime TV. <laughs> and we all actually know more about it than she does. Like, not only do we all immediately know, but we also like know more about him than she does and why this is bad. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. At first, she's like, "I'm fabstinent," and then he's like, <laughs> "When he said, what does when that, she even said mean? that, I was like, yeah. <laughs> the fuck is that?'" She's like, "You're right." And then she's like, "It doesn't mean anything." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "What does that mean?" And she goes, "Honestly, it doesn't mean anything." Drops and the bags. <laughs> yes. Oh it's literally God. just a word I made up three episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, because he had been asking for her wedding invite. So he's like, please, can I come to the wedding? And she's like, I don't know. Like, let's just hook up. (laughs) (laughs) So it seems like she's going to take him to the wedding where he could potentially get murdered or be the murderer. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I feel like he's going to be involved in some way. He has to be, right? Probably. Okay, now we'll talk about the ending. (laughs) We're here now. (laughs) Spooky scene green tint we're back in the snow with bonnie we see even more blood there's like a crazy amount of blood in the snow which i mean understandable i guess bonnie (laughs) no honestly seems well i'm like what kind of murder was this that there's so much blood like i don't know any <laughs> normal like murder any, yeah like any murder there's gonna be a lot of blood i feel and also but, you're gonna see you know. it more prominent in the in the snow that's true bonnie's other murder she didn't have any blood though because she just did the right. bag, bag on, on the, the face, face. <laughs> it, it depends on the murder so clearly bonnie didn't murder this person because she's she's a little cleaner she's clean, with her murders yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so bonnie kneels down in front of someone who's like distressed we don't know who this person is and this is the quote i have the quote (laughs) it says she says listen to me real close take his car and him and drive away we can figure out the rest later just do whatever you need to do to get yourself together i know you can i'll take care of everything just trust me wow theories i have what's yours well she's talking to the murderer 
body yeah. found well, them. Maybe or maybe I think it could be like a teen. I don't know. It could be that this person did it and then Bonnie like found them or like she could have been like it could have been an altercation. I feel like it was an altercation that Bonnie was there for. But then that person ultimately murdered the other person. And then she's like pep talking them to get through it. And the amount that she had to like give them a pep talk makes me think it might be like Miller. Oh. See, the thing is... Miller, and then maybe... Who do you think, in that scenario, who do you think dies? I don't... Maybe Gabriel? I'm like, in that scenario, if you're going off of thinking that Bonnie was a part of, like, putting drunk Annalise on... Or, like, hung... hang What? Hungover? Annalise on the stand, then maybe she actually didn't want... This... I'm going really far. Then maybe she didn't want... Nate's dad to like have a trial or whatever and then she's really just still mad at Nate and then maybe Nate and her have a like confrontation and then Uh, Miller is trying to protect Bonnie Bonnie. and And they end up maybe like team murder they both yeah somehow they (laughs) end up both killing Nate See, like, I can maybe get behind that, but I'm trying to see where the baby fits into this picture. Because ba- Bonnie's Ooh. carrying the baby Oh my god, yeah. Why is the baby so, in the snow? I'm just like... Mm. But we know Laurel wasn't there because she was so clueless. Or, like, not know, I guess. But it seemed like Laurel wasn't there because she, like, finds the baby later. Like, I feel like it could have been somebody who's like, oh, I'm going to go take him for a walk outside. <laughs> And then murder someone. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, I just no. I think that's person. so valid, and that's why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean like maybe like Gabriel's like, oh, I'm gonna go take him for a walk outside. Wait, Laurel wouldn't have trusted Gabriel with him. Never mind, that theory died. But I just mean like maybe the person that got murdered was the one that's like, I'm gonna go take him for a walk. Little do you know, you're gonna get murdered outside. <laughs> take him for a walk with the car seat, like. There was no car seat. Oh, not the car seat. But, you know, the the baby was left in the... What do you even call this? You do call oh, it I a thought car it was seat. Just, I didn't think that he was no, in anything. No, he was just in the snow very dramatically. Just sitting in the snow? Yes. Yeah. Oh my That's God. why it was so extreme. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I thought they were like... The baby was in like a car seat. Huh. Yeah, no. I just felt like she had to give so much of the whole, like, pep talk of, like, we're going to figure everything out. Yeah, I was like, this person has not seen dead bodies before. (laughs) I mean, no matter how many dead bodies you see, I'm sure you're always going to need a pep talk when you're like, (laughs) let's cover this up. Like, I guess. But I think the rest of the team, if you're like, okay, we're going to all figure this out and we're going to, like, get you through this. And, like, they'd be like, fucking duh, this is what (laughs) we do. I agree, I agree. <laughs> Fucking duh. <laughs> Talking about murder. Yes. <laughs> too good, too good. Oh, man. Wonderful. All right. Wait, Nug, did you have a different theory? I I don't have a theory this episode, I guess. I would have to wait till next episode, but if that's the last one, then... I, I think we're going to get the, like, the, the whole, whole story next. No, because it's like the mid-season thing, right? Do we usually get the... No, I think we're... 
they were teasing in the like cable commercials that we were gonna with the fall premiere, mm-hmm. which should be next time. We should find out who died at the wedding. Oh. Well then, theory. I don't. I'm so confused now. Like I like just Bonnie. make a guess. Like who is the murderer? Who's the murderer? I would. I will stand by Miller being involved somehow. Potentially okay. Nate okay. because of the phone call. I'm still confused about the baby, and we don't know where Oliver is. So, mm-hmm. but we know. Okay, here's something that we didn't say. We know that the person who dies is is a male because he was laying there on the ground. Like we saw his body, and he was in a suit. Oh, but here's the I thing. Don't know if I fully saw that. Yeah. So also, when I saw that, there were commercials. You know, cable commercials. Love it. Like <laughs> Oliver is in a white suit. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh my gosh, it wasn't him. But then I think that he like changes for the reception. <laughs> like, is in a black Love and white it. one. You should. <laughs> and so I was at first I was like, okay, so it wasn't Oliver who dies because this guy was in like a normal like black and white suit. But then at the reception, I think he changes. But still, the suit didn't look the same. So I don't think Oliver is the one who dies. Claire, we are verging Well, I feel like it can't territory. be um, Oliver who dies because they played it up way, way, way too much for it to be Oliver with him missing and yeah. all of it. He's definitely they involved, too early but in the he's season. probably oh my gosh, not the one like, that's He would need that pep talk, though. <gasps> yeah, he would need that pep talk. Oh, You're right. So, gosh. yeah, like he totally could have killed someone, but I don't think he's the one that's dying. <laughs> so that's so <laughs> I mean, he's in it now, you know? <laughs> he's capable. <laughs> Wait, who shot what's-his-name-again? Wasn't it Oliver? The guy that eventually gets deported. He accidentally shot himself, oh. right? No. no, that's what they said right, happened. That's what they said. Wait, I thought it actually was him who shot himself. You're right. You're right. Because he fell. You're like, 100% he, like, tripped. right. He, like, tripped on the chair, and then he, like, shot himself, and they were all just like, what the fuck? And then You're someone right. picked, someone, like, was frantic and picked up the gun, and then they were like, why'd you do that? Put it back down. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay, well, that. You're right. So maybe, yeah, he doesn't, he has not murdered yet. <laughs> we'll say he is yeah. the murderer. We got a murder virgin. <laughs> oh my gosh wonderful too funny yeah it could be oliver okay oliver and bonnie tag team murder gabriel okay i'm here for that i'm here for that theory but i'm also like we haven't seen that means that that's all we ever see of gabriel like Mm, no nate nate's gonna die i think nate's yeah honestly it's either nate or gabriel that dies gabriel is too hot to be gone so soon it's either miller or oliver that murders this person Mm -hmm. it could be nate no they wouldn't do that no all right there's our theories yeah i'm gonna agree with you guys (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, we'll find out. So soon. So soon. Thanks for listening. Um, We'll talk to you guys next week once we know who died. Um, As always, you can catch us on Instagram at thehum.pod. You can email us with any feedback at thehumpod at gmail.com. Follow us wherever you found this. Our show is produced by the lovely Lauren Plifskin. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.